Hello, everybody. This is Sarah Davis. And this is Rob Lindley. And this is How Much Do We Love, where we talk about... it's a podcast. It's a podcast about stuff and how much we love it. We love it. (laughs) And some of it we don't love, but most of it we love. Yeah. We figured there were so many podcasts out there that just rant and rant and rant about things. We thought it would be fun to have one that raves about things. Yeah. So we came up with our motto, rave. It's not, not just, just a hairspray. Hairspray. <laughs> hairspray. Oh, I am a computer. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, start us off. Okay, so how much do we love? This is kind of a twofold thing. Yeah. But I wanted to start specifically with something personal that goes <laughs> into something universal. How much do we love summer in Chicago? Oh, we love and it. And the street fairs. <gasps> street fairs. Street fairs. Meat yes. on a meat on a stick. Anything on a stick, please. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. First of all, just kind of touching on summer in Chicago a little bit. It. Sarah and I. You know, Sarah used to live here in right. Chicago with me, but then she has since moved on to um, beautiful weather country. That's true. I live in California now, but I do miss. The summer of Chicago street fairs because there is a fair or a festival every weekend in Chicago more in the than summer. One. Yeah, big ones, small ones. There's, there's one thing that's constant. There's always meat on sticks. Always. Always. The best thing about <laughs> having a summer in Chicago is that because you have endured the craptastic winter, right. you, uh, it, I don't know. I think people who have it nice weather all the time. Don't appreciate it. They don't appreciate it. Here in Chicago, it really is like, it always makes me think of that scene in 9 to 5 where they're all dressed as princesses and the, and the, shackles come off the workers and they, (laughs) and they go out on the balcony and they wave to all the subjects and the sun's coming through the castle. Right. Because, no, because the first day, (laughs) that's everything. First day in the spring of Chicago that it hits like 57, 58. People in shorts and tank tops everywhere, Mm -hmm. all over the lake, doing the rollerblading. Kind of insane, but it's true because, you know, it sucks so hard all winter that everybody really, really, really takes advantage of the summer. And Chicago, unlike a lot of other Midwestern um, cities and areas, is is a pretty fit city. Mm -hmm. People, I think, also think of us as very blue-collar kind of um, sausage and pizza kind of people, but... A lot, of, a lot of people are very fit. So, like, literally, when, a, when the first time the sun hits, when you're driving Lakeshore Drive home, that bike trail is just full Packed. of people running, bikes. Uh, there's actually a gym right out on the lake where everyone... Um, there what? Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, I love it. There's I a gym? Of, Wait, I kind of make fun of the... At North Avenue Beach. They have a gym? How do they have a gym? <clears throat> like, with, like, treadmills and stuff? Treadmills, free weights. What uh, on earth? <laughs> they have like spinning class out there. Oh, that's a riot. But God, it's like, it's, so, that's hot. I know. Well, I'm always like, you know me, I'm like, as much as I love summer, I, it's not getting me on a treadmill. Right. <laughs> so I'm like going, I'm like going by having an ice cream sandwich. I'm like, right. suckers. Right. Or meat on a stick. <laughs> right. So that, which brings us to right. the, the real subject at hand. How much do we love street fairs? Well, I love them. I love them. I, I also kind of hate them, but mostly I love them. Well, they can get a little crazy. It's, sometimes I have this problem with with crowds <laughs> and the being gets to and being in them and people sort of milling about with no goal, just not going from A to B, just kind of wandering. But mm. but no, I don't want to take away from your enjoyment of the street fair. 
No, this isn't all raves. Yeah. <laughs> it's degrees well, of love. But there's meat on sticks, and there's also usually bad crafts. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just at a street fair this past weekend, the Andersonville Midsummer Fest. Midsummer Fest. <laughs> Midsummer. It's, it's spelled like Suzanne Summers. Right, because it's, it's Swedish. It's Swedish, Sommer. Um, and first of all, a couple surprising things happened. I, this is when I first realized that the local, local brewery, um, Goose Island, has been bought by Budweiser. No. Yeah, so that was kind of weird to me because then I went to the big Budweiser like tent where you got mm-hmm. your five dollar beer to walk around with, and they're like, right. "Would you like a three one two? Which three one two is my favorite local beer. Hmm. It's like it's an urban wheat beer, and it's called three one two because that's the area code in Chicago. Clever, very clever. But it it was being sold by the Budweiser people. What on earth? So much for the weird. micro brew. Exactly. If by micro you mean universal <laughs> macro <laughs> macro bro but the there was a bunch of bad crafts yeah and then what? i found one craft booth that was amazing sarah really this guy had been to it looked like garage sales estate sales whatever and bought um film projectors percolators waffle irons Stuff like that from that all kind of have a very mod 30s through 50s design, like yeah. a waffle iron, mm-hmm. and then wired wired it to be a bedside lamp. Awesome! So it's like this sleek stainless steel waffle iron lamp. Did you buy one? I really wanted the percolator. There was yeah. one. That, it wasn't a percolator. Um, they were two matching um stainless steel tea kettles. Awesome. They were both kind of round, and they were stacked one on top of the other. So it really kind of looked like a fancy schmance, like, designer lamp. Right. But then you looked at it closely, and you're like, oh, those are tea kettles. That sounds super cute. It was... It was, was it cute? Um, was it ki- kitschy, but it was very classy, cute. but kitschy? Kitschy, but classy? Or was it just kitschy? I would go with kitschy, but classy. It's interesting. Because And the film projector ones were very cool. Like, my friend Allison collects old cameras and film-making memorabilia. And mm-hmm. I, like, that's when you wish that you just had an extra hundo for, to buy your friend a lamp. I'm like, right. this is perfect for her. Yeah. Um, and I, the bad thing was I didn't take the guy's business card. Oh, I'm going to no. have to do some Internet research on him, see if I can track him down. Perhaps you could contact the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Midsummer. And see who the vendors were. Because he was fest. so good, but it was the it was the weekend before payday. I was like, oh, uh, I gotta make, I got five dollar beers to buy. Right in a plastic cup. Wait, do you want to know my favorite um, street fair craft? Yes. It's the ceramic pie, with oh. that holds. <laughs> yes. So with a lattice top, right? And yes. you take the lattice crust off, and you put potpourri in it. <laughs> Delicious. Preferably red or blue. Right, or, you know, apple spice potpourri. Ooh, delicious. Let me set this pie on the windowsill to cool. I mean... With refreshing fragrance. (laughs) They're horrible. And the thing is, it's not like there's just one person who makes them. It's a thing. Every time you go to some... Maybe it's California thing. Every time I go to some craft fair out here... Which makes it sound like I go every week, but I've been to my more I've been to my fair share of art and wine festivals, and they always have the pie lady. Is it the same lady? No, it's not. But I like to think that it is. But if I it is, it then was. she's she is working it because she's everywhere wow. I go. Potpourri ceramic pie. 
Yuck. Yeah, I love it. Well, that's that's my favorite part of Street Bears. The pie. We love to look at them. How much do we love seeing them? <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's not it's not the same. It's that there's meat on a stick or a ceramic pie. And there's always a random booth of just card tables full of sunglasses. Wait, do these, I always wonder, do these people really make a living doing the craft fairs and know. stuff? They, because those are the same people that are on the street in New York, and it's the same goddamn sunglasses. It's the same stuff, yeah. Them. I don't know. And there's also um, always, like, sarong-a-go-go. <laughs> sarong-a-go-go. Yeah. sarong right. You're right. There is. There's always, like, beachy island wear, like, wrap skirts and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. A.K.A. the sarong. Um, yeah, why is that? I don't know. It says street fair. Nothing says street fair like sarong. Right, and potpourri Which pie. God, oh, God. I would love it if there was potpourri pie at the the Market Days Festival. <laughs> totally. The gays would not have that, though. I, I, yeah. Unless Market it, Days Festival, for all of our listeners from out of town, is just another street fair, but it happens to be on the stretch of street in Chicago that is known as Boys Town. So it is probably one of the biggest of the street fairs, mm-hmm. I would venture to say. And there's some good people watching. A, yeah, oh yeah. Lots of nakeds and right. and half nakeds. And fancy. and slushies from the side track. Oh yeah, there's this bar that Robbie and I used to go to that has this purple slushy drink. See, how much do we love the purple slushy oh. drink? There's a bonus for you there, people. We hadn't That's planned on talking one. about that. I miss it. I'm kind of getting a little bit of an ice cream headache just thinking just about thinking it. Just thinking about it. I'll see if I can dig up a picture of us drinking one and put it on the on the entry Yum. for today. Well, but the other thing about street fairs is there's all kinds of crazy people, which which reminds me of um, something that Robbie and I always talk about, and that's our next How Much Do We Love, which is um, how much do we love the extras in the movies of our lives? These yes. are the people that you see all the time in your neighborhood, and they're just kind of in the background, but they're totally crazy or interesting or something yeah and I've always thought you know I I I go through life often thinking that I think we all do this you just get into this mode where you think this is the movie of my life right right I'm the star but it's like wouldn't it be crazy if it was actually like a Robert Altman film and all of a sudden (laughs) like it zoomed in on the person who is always outside your Starbucks, right? And you start talking to, you know. Then we find out where where does she live? What is what's her what's her car like? Yeah, what's so in her purse? Exactly. We like to make stuff up about those people. Yes. Whole stories. Do you have a, a particular one you've been seeing right now? Well, the main ex- extra of my life, and may, I would maybe like this to be an ongoing segment. We can mm-hmm. talk about some ex- extras. Mm-hmm. My main extra, I've called I call her Goldie. <laughs> she. Um, works in the loop somewhere downtown, and every day um, around 5.05 when I'm crossing the street, crossing Michigan Avenue, I run, I'm walking towards the train, and she's always walking in the opposite direction, and I almost always run into her at the exact same street corner at the hmm. exact same time. Now, she's a beautiful African-American woman with very, very, very bad or interesting fashion sense. <laughs> she has she loves accessories. She usually has her hair pulled back very very tight in mm-hmm. a very very tight ponytail that it seems like maybe the ponytail comes off. Oh, right, right. Um, like that look, like kind of yeah, Madonna, no. Madonna with the detachable ponytail. Exactly. Maybe with well, a but, braid around it? Yes. It, yeah. I, I think it does have that. I think that's why it makes me think of that. Right. Uh, but then sometimes she has on like a big um 
head wrap thing, not a turban, mm-hmm. but very close, like where it looks like a very wide piece of fabric that she's brought around her head and then just tied in a gigantic bow. Awesome. Uh, um, I think Whitney Houston has her hair like that in, like, I Want to Dance with Somebody, like a, <laughs> where she's got the bob and she's got the larger right, than yeah, life yeah, yeah. offset bow. Right, and it, then the, it, just the little side pieces are sneaking out or under. Yeah, it, it kind of right. looks like that. Um, she, but Goldie, the reason she's called Goldie is that with her makeup, mm-hmm. she enjoys a metallic gold lipstick. Ooh. Yeah, it's very daring, and she wears it with everything. Awesome. It's gold-like, I don't know. I, it's like, it reminds me of, like, when you see pictures of people in cats, and they're playing, like, a leopard. <laughs> right, right. And it's that yellow, yeah. sparkly. No, I know, exactly. Uh, it's gold, and she's wearing it on her lips. Right. And then she lines her lips in um, this very weird... I think it's black, hmm. but ag- against her um, skin tone, it almost takes on like a purple tinge. Wow. Because it's so dark. Mm-hmm. And then she also has that, I put this makeup on circa 8 o'clock this morning, and now it's 5. Right. So you know where your lips, when you've been wearing lipstick, I've heard, <laughs> where where you can really see the wrinkles in someone's lips? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's got really It's big, bled. That's what they call that. Yes. Bleeding. Mm-hmm. And so I see her every day with her gold lipstick on, and I'm always like, Goldie, where are you going? She sounds awesome. What's she ha- like, what's she having for dinner right tonight? Right. I want to know about Goldie. I don't know. Yeah, I, might she- just, I, mean, I might just talk to her one day and be like, I want to tell you I see you every day. I love your lipstick. You should. She'd probably really appreciate it. And maybe I'll have my camera with me. That would be so great. Log it. <laughs> Log it. Um, <laughs> I the, one of the most famous extras in the movie of my life from the last year was this guy who would move my trash can. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, and we would put the trash out every Wednesday on the curb. Right? And and this is uh, when I lived with my boyfriend at the time. And we would put the trash out Tuesday night, and they would come on Wednesday morning. And in our neighborhood, you put the can. Um, on the actual street near the curb, but in the street, which is strange, mm-hmm. but that's how we do it here. And then they come and pick it up and they take the trash. But at some point, after between when the trash guys came and say three o'clock, someone would put our trash can in the middle of our lawn. Like right? A no, little bit in the grass? No, or? on full on on the grass. I mean, sometimes <laughs> it was in the driveway. It was always somewhere strange. And it wasn't like it was being helpful because we still had to put it away next to the house. I mean, I became obsessed with it. And so we actually set up a webcam for a couple oh, no. of weeks and, <laughs> and caught the guy. And then we realized, <laughs> yes, it was that old guy in the hat. And it was this guy that we would see walking all the time in the neighborhood who would always sort of doff his cap and give you a hearty good day. And it's just this old guy. And I, we never really learned why he was doing it. Or what? But then every time I saw him, I was like, it's a trash can bandit. Oh. Well, his, ex- his extra title changed. Yeah, he actually became uh, a credited player, trash can bandit. Exactly, because yeah. he had more screen time. He never had any lines, though. Well, there you go. Because he, he was, was stealthy. Less uh, than five. Less than five, right. Exactly. So, 
Question. Did yeah. He, do you, did you know if he moved other people? Well, here's the thing. It's hard to describe, but no, he never. We, I would go out and I'd look to the right and I'd look to the left, and everybody else scans in the street, mine in the middle of the lawn. But then one <laughs> one day, it's so weird. It was so weird. You didn't know this whole story. So one day, I did, but I, yeah. I'm acting like I did before. Oh, I was, I was thinking that maybe you really didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good. I believed you. Oh. No, but wait. So one day I was sitting at the kitchen table, and all of a sudden I hear, you know, like the trash can sound moving. I was like, what? What the hell? So I tiptoe outside. Meanwhile, I'm wearing like sweatpants and no shoes and a t-shirt and I'm completely not presentable. And I tiptoe out into the driveway and I tiptoe across the wet lawn because it was still wet with dew. And I see the guy, it's hard to describe, but our house was on a corner. And what he would do was, was, um, come down the street that was like across from our house and then go down the street that ran next to our house. And Mm -hmm. so my house was the only street that the only house on my street that he that he encountered, I don't know if that makes any sense, it's hard to describe, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I realized yeah. that he was doing it on one side of the street, on the street alongside of ours, and I think most people he would actually put it like in their garage or whatever, but at our house we had to put the trash can behind this gate, and you know, but it just seemed strange to me, because I thought, is that helpful? I, I don't know, <laughs> it's so weird, and I had like, all these I ideas. I him like speed walking and just kind of hoisting things out of his way. He was, he was such a jolly gentleman, I remember one time pulling up, and he was crossing he was walking down the street and he was crossing my driveway right as I went to pull up and he and he stopped and and like did one of those twirly hand moves and bowed oh you know what I'm how, talking how, about how regal he was so ready he, oh, he, 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 he tipped his straw hat at me and uh, I pulled in and he kept walking so yeah wow. he's one of the favorites trash can bandit yeah. Flash so, featured player. If you have an extra um in this movie of your life, you can let us know about it by writing us at podcast at how much do we love dot com. We would love to hear about them. Um the more details the better. Them. We love them. And do you ever wonder if you're an extra in the movie of someone else's life? Oh, I'm sure I am. That's a little scary. But most but of I, the extras I love and celebrate. I'm we're not mocking. Yeah, no. It's enjoyable. But speaking of, speaking of enjoyable, I have my people oh. that I always see on the bus like every day. Like that, yeah. that kind of like mystifies me. But then I think of if I'm as much of on this schedule, they mm-hmm. must be too. Right? Yeah, you're on the probably the same me, bus like, every day. No, but there'll be things like and then like when I'm coming home and I take the train to to get on the bus, mm-hmm. I'll be like waiting at the bus stop for the bus and. Everyone who got off the train is sitting there. I'm like, oh, Prada glasses isn't here. Mm-hmm. Two seconds later, before the bus gets there, here comes Prada glasses, and he's like, yeah, here I am to ride the bus with you again. Nine to fivers. Uh, that whistle blows. Yeah. Got to get on the train. Uh, yabba dabba do. I'm out of there. <laughs> you are. I do. Sometimes we'll be chatting, and we'll be in the middle of a sentence, and Rob will be like, five. oh, it's five. I gotta go. Click, and he's signed out. Done. <laughs> Done. Not a minute more. There are people in my office, because it's my job at my office to close the main doors, there are people in my office, if they are, like, walking out at 5.02 and the doors mm-hmm. are still open, they're like, oh, my God, I made it before the doors. I'm like, you're lucky. <laughs> Something was downloading. Yeah. Now move out of the way or I'll That's right. hit you with these doors. <laughs> big doors. You well, don't want to suffer the wrath of these big doors. No. Are you the, are you the main door mover, main door closer? Is that your yeah. title? Well, wow. yes, sort of. <laughs> I think some people call it a receptionist. Oh, I see. I prefer to call it the main door mover. Main door mover. It's really one of my only job <laughs> only responsibilities. Really, it is. It's so sad. Um, but pleasant. 
Well, it lets me be online all day talking to my friends like <laughs> right. you, Sarah, who exactly. otherwise I probably wouldn't get to chitty chat with. I know. Um, okay. And I don't make phone calls. No, we can't talk on the phone. <laughs> this is as close as we get. This, this is, is actually one of the reasons we wanted to podcast was an excuse <laughs> for us to actually talk to each other on a regular basis because there's only so much IMing you can do. Yeah. But, all right, I think we should move on to our last, how much do we love? Our last one for this episode. For this episode. And this is one of my favorites that I don't believe Rob has experienced yet. I've not how, tried it yet, but how, I, I, would, I need to. You really do. Because how much do we love Trader Joe's carne asada? Or, as I like mm. to say, carne asada. <laughs> with an authentic <laughs> and flair. that is Spanish for spicy meat? Uh, something meat. You know, I don't know. Are any of our Spanish-speaking listeners... Could you write it right in, because we could look it up, but we're too no, busy talking. No, good heavens, no. <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay, you it's get it in... It's 5 o'clock. Let me tell you about this. It's so good. Because, first of all, we love the Trader Joe's, and there will probably be many Uh-oh. Trader be Joe's many. products discussed, because how much and do we love them? Again, but, they should be a corporate sponsor. <laughs> they should. But the carne asada is my new favorite, and it it's in the refrigerator. It's in the meat section, right? And it's all rolled up okay. and in a little package. It's per pound. And it's well, that's all probably why I've never seen it, because I usually shop in the frozen. Yeah, it's not a frozen, although there is a frozen meat product there that I have to save for another show because it's my favorite. Okay. Um, but this might surpass that as my, currently my favorite product at Trader Joe's. And it's, um, I believe they have a, a pollo asada as well, a chicken version, Ooh. which I haven't made because I'm all about the carne. The and carne, bring it. You take it out of the package and you unroll it, and it's this thinly sliced steak. You know, it's carne asada. But you put it on the grill for like four minutes aside, and it's delicious. It's really spicy. Pre-marinated and yeah. spice rubbed and all that. Yeah, stuff. and it's you can taste the lime, mm. and it's it's got a ton of spice, but it's not hot, not hot spicy. It's just flavorful right. spicy. I just ate it plain with some delicious grilled vegetables, but you could put it in a wrap, a tortilla. That's you what could I was chop thinking. it up and put it on a salad. You could make like a cheesesteak out of it. Oy, delicious. Mm. It's my new favorite. So I think if you guys enjoy the meat, especially on the grill, you probably you could do it in a pan or you probably could do it in a broiler. Right. But grill it up. Grill it up. Turbinate. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. So talk talk um how talk to me about the portions. How size how big is it? Um gosh, you know, I think the one I got was a pound like how many and a half. How are we feeding with this? I would people. say, because I ate mine in a few sittings, so if it was just for okay. regular people, I would say, gosh, I don't know, three? Yeah, so if you're having a dinner party, you probably get two. Yeah, yeah. But for, if it's like couples night in, you need one. Yo, definitely. And, what, and what, if it's just Rob, one and a half, out, right. it'll just be three. <laughs> right. I ate a lot of meat that night. It was so good, though. Oh, so good. And so easy on the grill. It was also the first time I'd grilled this summer. I finally cleaned <laughs> off my grill. Easy on the grill sounds like um. Easy on the grill. That's a new, <laughs> that's that a new like, segment. Um, some way to describe a really hot girl. Right. Ooh, easy easy on the grill, right? Well, take it easy on the grill. That's another. <laughs> that's another. But like how you would say someone was easy on the easy eyes. Easy on the like, eyes. She was easy, easy on the grill. On the grill. Which would mean she was easy on my ghetto punked out mouth. Maybe. <laughs> not, I don't even know. What are the children saying these days? I don't yeah. get it. Grill. That's a funny I one. I would like to. Um, I would like to make you a mini skirt made out of carne asada. <laughs> it would just be a waistband with perhaps 
15 carne asadas hanging from it, and it would kind of give the effect of a pleated cheerleader skirt. Yeah, hula, or and maybe that, sort or, of hula or Josephine fashion. Baker, or a kilt. Except not bananas. Meat. <laughs> meat. <laughs> no, but it could be kilt-like, because if you grilled the carne asada and you made the grill marks in a sort of a grid shape, <laughs> it would be sort of a meat plaid. <laughs> oh, excuse a meat plaid? Like... Meat plaid. <laughs> meat plaid, I love it. <laughs> you know, um, every, every family's got their, their meat plaid. Their own meat plaid. Mine would be pork chops. <laughs> Right. Mm, for your delight. I love pork chops. Yeah. That's another show. Save it. <laughs> it's another show. All right, save let's save it. it. Don't get me going. <laughs> okay, that's enough talk about meat. Meat on sticks, meat on the grill. We like it. Um, so come and listen to us next time on How Much Do We Love? And this is Sarah Davis. And this is Rob Lindley. We hope you all have a pleasant day or night or whenever you're listening to this. And thanks for listening. Tell all your <laughs> friends. Bye. 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 Oh,